Thank you for tuning in to The Trisha Goyer Show. I'm sharing my heart and answering questions about faith, writing, homeschool, big family living, and so much more. I'll also be digging deep into meaningful conversations with other authors, speakers, moms, and God lovers. I'm your host, Trisha Goyer, wife to John, mom of 10, author of over 80 books, speaker, homeschooler, avid reader, and mega nap taker. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello, friends. Trisha Goyer here, and I'm here with my friend, Rachel Gilbert, and we're going to be talking about her new book, Image Restored, which looks amazing. I cannot wait to dig into all of this, but first, Rachel, why don't you just begin by telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, Trisha, thank you for having me on the show, even on my show. And then obviously I'm I'm a super fan. I get your weekly newsletters, <laughs> I read all your books. So it's fun to be here. And yeah, a bit about myself. I am married. We've been married 18 years in May. And we have three kids who we part-time homeschool. They go to a collaborative school. Nice. Yeah, I know. It's a nice combo. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're business owners and I'm also a counselor, Christian counselor, just wrote my first book. We're building a house, you know, anybody else want to stack one more thing in on there? <laughs> what That's else cool. can you do right yeah. now at this point? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, so it's a little about me. Yeah. And so I know we first met through the declare conference. So if you just want to share a little bit about that, cause, um, it was just so cool to meet you and get to know you and, I just love just your encouraging, um, just how you encourage other people. I had the honor of being on the Declare Conference team for several years. I don't remember Mm -hmm. how many years. And that was one of those things I didn't see coming. In fact, whenever they asked me to be on the team, I gave them a major disclaimer. I said, I am not a party (laughs) planner. I'm not a, don't ask me to do table decor or any of that stuff because I don't know. I'm not your girl for that. But they were like, it's okay. You're our relational girl. You're, um, I was the one who made connections Mm -hmm. with people, companies, and speakers and all that kind of stuff. I still love that. People often call me a connector for that reason because I'm like, oh, you need to meet this person and oh, you two should know each other. And and so that was so fun because Declare, um, the conference was around, it's for Christian communicators. And Mm -hmm. I can honestly say for myself that if I had not been plugged into that community, I'm not sure I'd still be doing what I'm doing right now. Um, I needed that encouragement. I needed to meet people like you who have gone ahead of me and I go, oh, okay, it's possible. Let me just follow them and see where they're going. <laughs> yeah. And I love how you even talk about in the beginning of the book, how just a message you received there was so different from other messages. So first, before we get to that story, tell us a little bit about your book and then your heart behind it. And then I definitely want to jump into that story, just the different messages that we receive out there in the world. Yes. So I feel like for me as an author, I'm not one of those people who grew up young thinking, oh, I'm going to grow up and write a book. Uh, And it was another, I didn't see that one coming situation. In fact, English was never really a strong subject of mine. And um, so when the Lord began to call me to write a book, Mm -hmm. of course, I now I see, oh, I could write a book on this and that and this. And so I just started to get open to what he wanted me to write about. And it was just interesting because whenever the time came for me to start putting together pitches and proposals, I was doing a lot of speaking on body image because I had overcome a lot in that area. And um, one more thing about me, I didn't share my undergrad degree is in exercise physiology. And I taught group fitness for several years and 
then went back to school after being a stay-at-home mom for 10 years to become a counselor. And all the things I had learned and gone through myself, I knew, I think I'm supposed to share this with other people. Mm -hmm. And so then the Lord, somebody asked me actually on another interview I was on, they said, how long did it take you to write the book? And I said, well, technically it took me three months to write the first crappy rough draft, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I said, the book was being written for a decade in my heart because mm -hmm. it was my life message. It still is my life message. It's probably one of the reasons why at first I was a little hesitant to write it because I'm like, ooh, this is, it hits really close to home. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's a heart message. It's kind of putting myself really out there. And, and so that's the heart behind why I wrote it because it's the book I needed really as a teenager, as a young adult, as a new mom. Oh my goodness, as a new mom, I would have loved to have this book in my hands. Yes, as a new mom. Yes. It's all the things that I wish I had known earlier that I had to take over a decade to figure out and walk it out with the Lord that I just feel, felt led to turn around and go back and stick out a hand to other women and say, hey, can I help you on this journey? And so it's been fun to watch that come, that dream come to reality. Yeah, and I think body image is something every, like almost every woman deals with. I love how you had those statistics when you were working on this, like 99, but whatever percent of people you talked to said, yeah, I struggle with body image. And then, but also 99% said, yes, I am created by God in his image. And so there is such a, just a crazy, like we know this in our mind, but like dealing with it and dealing with society and how they look at things. Um, it's just a huge thing. So I love, I love the subtitle you have is tear down shame and insecurity to experience a body image renovation. And I think like, yeah, all of us, all of us need that. Um, and so talk about how like you felt even as a fitness instructor, not feeling 100% about your body image. And then the messages that other people in the Christian Christian community gave you like, no, you know, we are enough just as we are. You're exactly right, Trisha. We all know in our brain, right? Mm -hmm. We've all read the scriptures. We've all even said it to each other. And we all have the sticky notes and the t-shirts and the mugs and like all yeah. the things. So we don't need more information. We need that heart connection. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm after in this message of my book and the way I wrote it, even giving space to process at the end of each chapter with journaling and things is that is like, okay, can we stop for a minute and figure out why is all this information that I know in my head, not connecting and not resonating in my heart. And that only happens when we get space to go, okay, Lord, what are you saying to me? And I think the a really big revelation came for me as you mentioned, when I taught group fitness and I remember, I think it was after I had my second or my third kid, I was in some of the best shape of my life, to be honest. Like, I mean, I had lost the weight. I was fit as a fiddle. I looked amazing, but I was still having body image issues. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what struck me is because I feel like so many of us live under this lie that, okay, once I lose all that weight, <laughs> once I get to this point, then I will be happy. Then I won't be insecure. Then I won't feel shame around certain things. And I I just, to me, I found out that was a lie mm -hmm. because if there's something off in our heart, it's never enough, right? right. Like it's always going to be something more. Yes. Woohoo. I finally lost the weight and oh no, here come the stretch marks or oh no, here comes the yeah. whatever, because I wasn't getting to the heart of the matter of why is my identity and my security and my value and my worth so wrapped up in 
this because mm-hmm. um, I'm all for, like I said, my husband and I own an integrated medical practice. So I always like to be clear. I'm all for healthy habits. And I even talk about that some in one of the chapters of the book. Like that's a good thing. That's a God thing. But we also have to get to the heart of the matter of why is this such a, a huge thing in my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so w- once you're getting this message, like even you said in the best shape of your life, um, what different messages really helped you on your journey? Because I think all of us have been there like, I am, I don't know what to do. And I have these uh, images. I, I even look back because I remember I was a cheerleader in high school. I had like a 26 inch waist. But I was one of the bigger girls, um, and I was always the bottom of the pyramid, and I always felt like overweight. And I remember getting my senior pictures and thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm so fat. Which, looking back now, I'm like, yes, I would love to fit in that little skirt and those jeans and stuff. But even if we are in good shape, there's always those comparisons. There's always those feelings of I'm not enough or, like you said, I have stretch marks or whatever it is, my nose, my ears. I mean, people come up with all types of things. Um, so we have those messages. What made you like start looking at things differently that now as a counselor, you say, okay, let's talk about these things. This is what helped me because it always helps us to see that other person that is ahead of us in this journey that can give us that encouragement and advice. Trisha, I'm so thankful that even though I, I technically wanted to write a book several years ago, mm-hmm. I'm thankful God had me wait to write this book until after I'd been counseling for a little while, because mm-hmm. actually it was in counseling other people that I started mm. to recognize, Ooh, it's not always a one size fits all reason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which right. is why I did actually cover several areas of possibilities mm-hmm. in the book for us to kind of dig into because it's, it is complicated. And I know people don't like to hear that. <laughs> say, it's a one answer. Like, here's your answer. One and done. Yay. But honestly, in my experience personally and professionally, I have watched that body image healing is very similar to grief Mm. in that it's not linear. We all wish it was. We all wish it was an ABC and you're done. Um, You can kind of come in and out of seasons of it. New seasons bring up new things and it's layers. Healing comes in layers. And for me, that was a eye opener for me because I personally would think, woohoo, I've gotten free. I am set free in this area. Yahoo. And then somebody, <laughs> you know, I'd be doing the praise and the happy dance and the social media posts. And, and then some new season would come and I'd find mm-hmm. myself regressing back into where I was. And I was like, oh no, I didn't get free. And I would, you know, devalue the freedom I thought I had gotten mm-hmm. when in reality, it was just, I was peeling another layer of that onion off. I was a new, mm. new layer of healing. And so all of those little baby steps of healing, they matter. They add up. Us even having this conversation is going to be healing for some people just to kind of go, oh, I'm not alone in this struggle. That's mm-hmm. that's good to know. I mean, that's healing for some people to go, oh, okay. Other people have dealt with these things too. And so back to though to your question, what can it be? I mean, we look at cultural beliefs, obviously. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm right there with you. I was a bottom of the pyramid girl, never a flyer. (laughs) My my sweet daughters are, they're in the same situation. They're they're bottom. And we're like, you know what? That's okay. We're strong. We're, you know, (laughs) on the positive things in that, but there's cultural beliefs. Um, there's thought processes. And then one big one that I definitely dived into in my book and I've find I'm talking about a lot in podcast is trauma, unresolved Mm -hmm. trauma, especially when it comes to anything body related, obviously sexual trauma, but even injuries and 
all the things, especially as women, oh my goodness, we go through so much in our bodies that if we don't stop to pause and honor, like all the things our body has been through and grieve it and process it, of course, some of that pain gets really just wrapped up in our body. And yeah, of course, it's going to express itself through some body image type things and possibly disordered other things, eating and things like that. Um, So those are a few of the areas that I definitely see our themes with a lot of us. Yeah, that's so good. And I love how you have just the theme of your book is renovation. And you start about going back to the foundation. So what do you think when we're talking about this issue, what do we need to start with to start finding that freedom and finding that healing? Because there's, like you said, there's so many layers. And I'm so glad that you wrote the book. I'm going to hold it up again. Um, but I'm so glad you wrote it. So you, you can walk us through, okay, this is the foundational things we need to work on. And then, then we can talk about those other things. So what are those foundational things? Yes. Well, as a believer in Jesus, I do bring in biblical and clinical. Mm -hmm. And I believe with all my heart, our foundation has to be on Jesus, has to be on God's word. This is what I feel like makes uh, this message and those of us who are speaking in this way different is that if you notice, you don't even need to be in the fitness and health industry to notice the trends, <laughs> uh, what was hap- happening in the 80s, the 90s, and then now, and it's going to be every, it cycles, one minute they're telling you, oh, don't do this, and the next minute, oh, wait, actually do that, and it's extremely yeah. confusing, even as a health professional, I've had these conversations with my husband, I've gone, whew, okay, we're professionals, like we went to school for this, <laughs> I am overwhelmed by all yeah. the information out there, and you could literally put multiple articles, professional journal articles side by side, and they would all tell you something different. Oh yeah. They don't eat any fat and then eat healthy fat from, from foods like almonds and avocados. You need this. And other people like, don't eat any fat. I mean, just yeah. exactly like completely opposite. Yes. Yep. But the only thing that I have seen stand firm is God's word. And that's the only thing that will still be the same 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now. And so that's why that's the foundation we have to stand on. And the thing I love about God's word is, yes, God's word has a lot to say about our body. But even if you're reading the Bible and it's it's on a passage that's not even about your body, his, his word is amazing in that it also just empowers us, you know, it reads us as we're reading it to just be in alignment with his thoughts in the way that he Mm -hmm. thinks and the way he views the world and the things that matter to him. And so then it makes our decision-making when we're reading all the millions of articles of all the professionals who are telling us things to do. He, he now dwells in us and we can make sound mind decisions with the help of the Holy spirit, because we're not feeling overwhelmed or feeling, okay, Lord, which of these things are good for my body? You know my body better than I do. Yeah. What's the best way I should take care of it right now? That is so good. And I love that. You, I mean, that is so true. Every Everything changes. You know, I talk to the, my kids. I have seven daughters. So there's a lot of conversation. And they'll be like, oh, my goodness. I don't believe you used to wear that whenever. I don't believe you did your hair like that. Or I'm like, and your children will say the same thing about you when they see your ripped jeans. Um, they're going to like, why would you walk around with ripped jeans? <laughs> it's because things change and body styles change. And, um, I've said before, like, I wish I was 
alive during the Renaissance, where you see these these images of these women on these couches and they, these rolls of layers of body fat, because like that was popular at that time, because that means you uh, had food on your table and you did not have to go work in the field all day. You had plenty. And so I think not only just in the generations we've been alive, but through history, there's all these different changes and body images and different statues and paintings just show this reflection. But I love how you say it's God's word, like God's word. So what are some of the things that you like as people are all these messages are here? What what messages from God's word do you like? Okay, let's talk about this. Let's go and talk about this now. Oh, there's so many Um the, the one that was just coming to mind as we were just sitting here discussing this is the fruits of the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, when he talks to us about the fruits of the spirit. And I love to use the fruits of the spirit as a good um, kind of baseline whenever I'm, like you said, looking at all these things, making decisions and going, what fruit does this particular mm. behavior, way of eating producing me in my life? Is it making me grumpy? Like, I don't know about you, Trisha. I have done diets that I was a bear. And my <laughs> yeah. husband's like, uh, you need to just know. Like, like we, we, get yeah. some sugar now because we do not like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or under eating or over exercising and all that stuff. That that's not from the Lord because that is not life giving. And in fact, it's life, mm-hmm. it sucks the energy right on out of you. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I find myself sliding into one of those places where I have no joy no peace, no kindness, no gentleness, none of those things flowing out of me when it comes to my body and how I'm taking care of it. I know that that's not from God. We serve a very kind and gentle and gracious God. And he wants to partner with us on this journey. He's not, he's not the mean personal trainer who's yelling at you and telling you to drop and give you 50. He's instead going, Hey, would you like to come for a walk with me today? Or Mm -hmm. let's walk and talk and let's do this together and let it be enjoyable. Can it be hard sometimes? Sure. But we also know there can be joy even in the hard if the Lord's in it. Yeah, that is so good. And I also love one thing I want to mention too about the book, um, because you're walking us through. There's so many things like she's walking us through. And so it looks like just a normal book, but look inside. There's like color pages and there's journaling pages. So it really is such an interactive thing. Um, You know, the questions here on the body image blueprint in the back, like says, like, take time to examine the, the specific emotions you're feeling about your body. Allow yourself to feel and don't try to hide them. Try writing in a journal to record your feelings each day. And I love like when we invite God in and you're saying, am I it's the fruit of the spirit being exhibited in my life right now. What, what is going on when we pause and ponder and think about these things, like God will show us things that we might not even be aware of. And then I love this, you know, this color page, take every thought captive. Um, I know that those thoughts and as a mom of daughters, they get the crazy thoughts and it just goes around in their mind, their mind. My other friend bought a size two jeans and I had to buy a size four jeans and then, they're just depressed. And I'm like, you look great. You do not need to worry. But their thought patterns and our thought patterns, whatever it is, we will just get fixated on that size, that whatever hair color, whatever it is. And uh, we don't take our thoughts captive. So how can taking our thoughts captive really help us on this journey? 
Well, any thought that disempowers you is not from the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so anytime we notice that a thought that I'm dwelling on is disempowering me, meaning I'm stuck, I'm like, he's, I'm comparing, I'm, it, I'm not empowered at all by this thought. We Feeling know. insignificant yeah. or, yeah. Yeah. Or, or making myself now unqualified or all the things covering myself in shame. Um, we know those are just not from God. And I believe that's why God is, I love, um, how he just, he knew what we were going to struggle with and Mm -hmm. he spoke to those things a lot, not because not to condemn us, but to go, Oh, okay. Just so you know, you're going to struggle with your thoughts. So here's some advice for when you Mm -hmm. do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not uh, maybe you will like, no, you're going to, you're, you're yeah. definitely, we're, we're, so we're going to talk about this and here's some tools. And I love how he even says that the one that you just brought up, by the way, the coloring and the journaling, that was strategic because I just believe, yes, I'm a counselor, but also I just, even as a believer, I believe that we have to give God space to speak to us individually. Mm-hmm. Like it's so important. I do believe the words I wrote in the book are powerful because it is a combination of a trade book and a workbook, but I am totally okay with stepping back and humbling and saying, Lord, you speak to them in that chapter, whatever you want to, even if it's a complete different topic that you're talking to them about, yeah, just yeah. making space to, to do that. And so that's the heart behind, you know, coloring and doing those things and really letting the Lord speak. And so I love how that one though, that you just showed about that we taking those thoughts captive, that word captive, if you think about it, it doesn't say cuddle with the thought or (laughs) I love that. Yeah, It's like captive. Has anybody ever seen a prisoner of war movie or read a book where they took somebody captive? They weren't nice to them. They did not cuddle with them. They did not say, you know, Mm -hmm. can I get you something to drink? And would you like to sit down and have dinner with me? No, they bound them up. They asked them where to come from. They got as much information from them as they could. And they were not there to be friends. And I think too many of us have those thoughts come in and we say, you know what thought? How, here, have a seat. Let me get you something to drink and eat. Let's just sit and talk and let me meditate on you. <laughs> let me just listen to you over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. And yeah. so when we start to become empowered by saying, okay, hold on. And I teach something um, in the book and I'll, t- I'll tell it real quickly here, just the cognitive triangle. And if you have a paper, something, you can draw a triangle, you can do this, but it is that your thoughts affect your feelings and your feelings mm-hmm. affect your behaviors. And so when you ever have a thought that you notice, man, I just, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> All the triangle effect. Um, whenever you notice that you're stuck in that, right. That you're just sitting there, that one thought is, over and over and over, you break that thought by, in my opinion, either saying it or writing it down. And so draw yourself a triangle, write the thought at the top, and then write the feeling that's coming up around that thought, and then write the behavior. And instead of going for behavior modification, we're going after that thought, and we're reframing it. I like to reframe thoughts with the word of God, because again, we can't argue with the word of God, right? It is what it is. And I'll, whatever the thought that I was struggling with, I will, um, I'll go to the Bible app and I'll type in a word that's similar to that and pull up a verse that I can stand on mm-hmm. in that area and reframe my thought with that verse. You know, I kind of tweak the verse to make it like, um, work with the thought. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I sit and see, okay, how about this new thought? What feeling is coming up with this new thought? And what behavior, and usually it's more of a life-giving behavior, an empowering mm-hmm. behavior 
Whereas that other thought was producing a disempowering behavior. Yeah. And I think it's like, we, I love that part. It's captive. Like we're not cuddling. We're not cuddling with that thought. I just, that's such a good image. I'm going to use that with my kids. Like, why are you cuddling with that thought? That is not a good thought. Yeah. Um, but I, I think we don't know how to, like you said, stop and reframe it. Or, you know, if we don't have even time, like if we're driving, we don't have time to sit down with a piece of paper. We can say like, I don't have to listen to that. And I know like whatever memorized verse that we have, um, put a worship song on and start singing along with that. No, God is a mighty fortress or whatever it is. We can start just like kicking that thought out. And the more we do it, like I found that it's, if it's not welcome, it doesn't keep coming back. Like, cause we're like, no, nope, I'm not thinking about you and just kicking that thought out. Cause there's been just different struggles and issues I've had in my life. It's like the more I kick it out, like I don't even have the similar struggles with the similar thoughts because I gave it no space to be there and to grow. And it's amazing how we can control those things. And you're right. When those start, start, thoughts start going, um, we see the behavior, we see the emotions and one of my kids can walk into the room and I'll be like, what's going on? And my husband will look at me like, they didn't even say anything. I'm like, I could tell by their face, by the way they walk, there's emotions going on in there. And sure enough, uh, one of my, my daughters was saying, she was just walking into a store and there's a group of kids there yesterday. And someone said, I like your shoes. And she said, thanks. And all these teenagers, she's 12, started mocking her like, thanks, thanks. And all this stuff. I'm like, Oh, my word. And so Aww. when she came home, I could just tell like something's what, what happened? What's going on? She was just at the store with her older brother and her sisters. And I could tell and she told me about it. I'm like, I am so sorry, you know, but just you could see it on people. And if we can see it in our kids, no doubt other people can see it in us when it is happening in us, they can see it by our attitudes by our whatever we're, whatever, however we're treating people, it all matters. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. So, okay. There's so many things we could talk about. Um, and this is what I love that it's a workbook. People are going to be able to work through this. And, uh, I mean, this is something, this is not like a book you're going to read in a day and like, okay, we're done. We conquered this, but it's meant to go slow and to think about these things. What is your hope as uh, readers are going through your book, what is your hope that they will discover on this journey? My hope and prayer is that they can rest in who God mm. made them to be. Um, you might notice that the word, the peace, rest and restored is a different color on the book. And it's just my heart. I feel like. We oh, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that was designed. They came up with that and I loved it because it's my heart. I don't know about you, Trisha, and the listeners, but I'm sick of striving in this mm -hmm. area. It's mm -hmm. exhausting and it's not God's original design for us in this area. And I'm ready to just reclaim that territory that the enemy has wreaked havoc in for far too long. Yeah. Um, that's even part of why the book is in a little more softer colors and things. Mm -hmm. I want it to be a safe place that uh, women can go, oh, that, that feels like rest again, that, not hard, not, I'm going to give another checklist of 10 things you need to do before tomorrow, um, mm -hmm. or any of that stuff. And just like you mentioned, it's uh, something that I do encourage going through it slowly with the Lord and giving yourself that space to process. And yeah, so obviously the, the resting and then the freedom, just that any area that maybe we don't even know that 
we are tripped up in um, or stuck in that the Lord would just highlight that. And, and even healing, like I've been, I've been praying healing over the readers for this book, obviously healing and body image, but just any, any physical, anything, um, heart healing and all that. So yeah, those are my prayers for them. I love that. And I love that it's the mix of, okay, yes, you understand the fitness industry. You've been there. You're a counselor, you know, this has been your struggle and it's like, but also you have the word of God as your foundation. So all these things I think is um, just so beneficial because you can see it from all sides. I know every time I've gone to counseling, I'll think I'm going about going in for one issue. And they're like, what about this other thing? I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's so amazing how even if, you know, if you're going through this book with body image, God, because you're sitting with him might bring up other areas where you need to find freedom from. Um, and that's the amazing thing that he does when we sit with him and we have his word and we work through these things and think through and come to him. It's amazing that like you talk about the layers, it might not even be layers that you're thinking it's going to be that God, but God does that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that about God. Like that's the most fun thing in partnering with him in all the stuff that I do, especially as a counselor is just like you said, uh, when we think that we go to him and like, I want to talk about this. And he's like, okay, but what about that thing over there? And you're like, what yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <it's> fun. <laughs> it is so good. It's like, oh, wait, you're right. Of course he's right. He's God. Yeah, he exactly. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So this book releases next week. Um, you mentioned some pre-order things going on. So tell us a little about that. Kind of a couple of days, if you're watching the video, um, tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So if they want to see the pre-order bonuses, they can go to imagerestoredbook.com. One of the things I did, we have some, obviously some free down. So the, those pretty little sheets that you held up, um, we, we have two of the coloring pages and two of the therapy activities that are downloadables. Okay. That's which people are enjoying those. But then the other thing I did is I created a private podcast. It's called the Image Restored mm. Podcast that people who pre-order get access to it. And I'm walking you through each chapter. They're all less than 10 wow. minutes and kind of giving you behind the scenes and key takeaways and reading the strong foundation verses and then some other little coaching things in that. And so people are loving that private podcast. So definitely take advantage of that as well. Oh, so cool. Well, I have a book. Uh, I might just have to go buy a book for somebody just so I can get the pre-order. That's awesome. Yeah, I love I'll that. You, I'll send you the link. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> okay, so where can uh, people go get more information about you and about Image Restored? You mentioned the website, so just mention it again, but also your social media or any place else that you want people to connect with you at. Yeah, I try to keep things simple. And my main hub is rachelgilbert.com. You do spell Rachel with an extra A, R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And then on there, you'll find all the links to book. And I like to hang out on Instagram at Rachel J. Gilbert. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love the messages. I'm going to be going through this book and I'm so excited because I know, again, I have seven daughters. I'll be able to, I'll be able to guide them through these things too. Yeah. Thanks, Trisha, for having me. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Trisha Goyer Show. I hope you received help and inspiration. That's what I'm here for. Now, remember, if you would like to submit a question, email it to hello at trishagoyer.com. And I can't wait until we connect again.